BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What percentage of people say they're extremely proud to be an American? Gallop out with a new poll. It's pretty troubling, but it's the result you would expect to get if it would seem your school system is designed to turn young people against the country, which right. it seems to be. So, yeah, success. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, got to give the teachers and administrators credit for executing their mission. Right. Well done. Got that coming up. Yeah, just beautiful. Uh, and all sorts of stuff, including some of the highlights. Uh, the transcript's been released from the Hunter Biden plea agreement explosion hearing uh, that happened, what was that, two days ago now? Um, and and it is so revealing and so amazing. So I hope you can stay tuned for that. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. And what a week. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, lift off. The era of global warming has ended. The era of global boiling has arrived. It may be the warmest month the planet has seen in 120,000 years. The temperature here on the slide is 171 degrees. I've been sweating um, all over my body. Be sure to stay hydrated. Nobody throws up at Disney World. That's gross. They have protein spills, and every cast member has protein spill powder. Oh, yeah. She's just cleaning out the poop in my car. (laughs) The bear poop. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human. 
Aides to McConnell telling me the Republican leader felt lightheaded during today's press conference. And a string of... Uh, uh... Yeah, just say I. Okay, just... I. There is something very rotten in the FBI and the DOJ. James Comer says his committee believes Hunter Biden phoned his father multiple times while in meetings with foreign companies. Confusion and conflict in a Delaware federal courtroom. But she basically asked one question and the whole darn thing right. fell apart. If you don't have immunity from other charges, are you still willing to plead guilty? Oh, we didn't know they tucked universal uh, immunity into the diversion program of the gun thing and didn't mention it in the main thing. And we didn't notice. Come on. Is there any possibility that the president would end up pardoning his son? No. Students in Florida to be told that enslaved people benefited from slavery. I didn't do it and I wasn't involved in it. This is the grand jury in the Southern District of Florida. Two new obstruction counts based on allegations that the defendants attempted to delete surveillance video footage at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Organized retail theft. Who is behind it? Drug cartel. Rampant crime has become a, a regular part of life. I, don't, I can't believe I live in a city where people just piss on the street and come punch you in the face and get away with it. I think what we've seen is less tolerance, more exasperation. Your golden sun will shine for me. Screw you! I'm voting for Trump again! Boy, that Tony Bennett sure could warble the tune, couldn't he? Mm. That's fine. Thanks for your warblings. Thanks for your warblings. This is an ungrateful Joe Getty. <laughs> I guess I am. New Gallup poll out asking the question of how proud are you to be an American? Breaks down a fair amount by party line. Didn't used to near as much. Does now, like everything else. Democrats, 29% say they're extremely proud. Well, how would you answer? Would you be extreme? Yeah, I think I am. I would be too. I, I overthink everything. Um, I so yeah, be, I think so. I'm extremely the, happy to be an American, I'll tell you that. If you're not, you're crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I College would. students aren't. Some uh, interesting uh, numbers there coming up. Because um, you got extremely proud, very proud. I'd, I'd be extremely. I really would. Gallup poll released this week showed 29% of Democrats are extremely proud to be an American compared to 60% of Republicans. Exactly. More or less double. Yeah. Party identification, huge there. Hmm. That gap has been particularly pronounced since 2018, with more than twice as many Republicans as Democrats saying they're extremely proud. It used to be Pretty close together for many, many, many years. About mm-hmm. the same amount. Republicans are also twice as likely as independents to express the highest degree of pride. So Democrats and independents are way below Republicans on that. Hi, you want to attribute anything to that or read into that at all before I move on? 
Uh, yeah, I, I think it's what we were describing earlier, a systematic effort to teach uh, young people that this country is awful. It's uh, just one percentage off the record low of last year, so it's within the margin of error. So we're still at a record low since Gallup has been asking this question of Americans that are extremely proud to be Americans. That's not good for any country. Um, for instance, you go back to January 2001. That's pre-9-11, so you can't put it on 9-11 rallying around the flag stuff. Mm-hmm. 55% of U.S. adults overall were extremely proud to be an American. And I'm sorry, what's the overall number now? It's dropped down to 39%. Wow. That's a pretty big drop. Driven mostly by young people. Which, for some reason, we the taxpayers have decided to fund a school system that seems like its goal is not to teach your kid how to read or to do math, but to not like the United States of America. As I've asked many times over the years, has this ever happened in the history of a world where a country decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to raise our young to not like it here. Has anybody ever done that? To hate their own people. Ever in the history of the world. Ever. I wonder. Historians or anybody who reads a lot of history. Has this ever happened before? Well, and when they're done with indoctrinating them that the country is evil, they try to convince them that there's no such thing as men and women and they should change and get hormones. Anyway, for the young crowd, uh, 18%. Of young people say they're extremely proud to be an American, the 18 to 34 group. Well, wow. you came out of school and or college with teachers telling you nonstop about all of our sins. Yeah, you would feel weird saying you're extremely proud if that's what you've been learning your whole life. Of mm. course. It's troubling. I It's beyond troubling. It's full on self-destructive. It's like I said, it's like the goal is to... Give up? Tear the country apart? I don't know what the goal is. Well, the goal is to essentially tear down the country as it exists now and rebuild it in a Marxist uh, image, these neo-Marxists. And on that topic, Brad Palumbo had this piece in the New York Post where he points out the average college student graduates with nearly $30,000 in debt. But if a stunning new poll is anything to go by, students shell out all those tuition dollars just to finish remarkably misinformed. And they're talking about a big research project by North Dakota State University. Poll students from 131 different colleges and universities. That's a big study. For one thing, they learned college students are remarkably pessimistic about American and world history to the point of complete historical illiteracy. The survey finds 60% of students think life in America has gotten worse or stayed the same over the last 50 years. Only 41% correctly understand it's overall gotten better over the last five years by most most objective measures. Now, culturally, I suppose you could argue. Um, Last 50 years, is that what you said? uh, Yes, sir. Just how inaccurate this perception is becomes clear when you consider the exact question pollsters asked. Quote, based on what you've learned in college so far, do you think that life in the United States has generally been getting better or worse over the last 50 years, considering issues such as life expectancy, income per person, and level of education? Okay, see, I was I was going to say, I'm not sure how I'd answer that question, but when you gave me the categories, well, then clearly, yes. 
Yeah, it's indisputable, yes. 60% think life in America has gotten worse or stayed the same. Now let's look at the very metrics they asked specifically about. In 1973, 50 years ago, U.S. life expectancy was 71.4 years. In 2020, it was 77.3 years, almost another six years of life. By any objective measure, that's a huge improvement. Let's turn to average income per person. Has significantly improved to accurately compare. We have to account for inflation. When we do that, we see income per person in the, in America rose from 28 grand to 66 grand over the last 50 years. More than doubled. That's adjusted for inflation? Yes, sir. But not including, because nobody does yet, government transfers. Someday we got to come Maybe. up with a way to start fa- factoring that into everything. Yeah, it doesn't differentiate. I don't know whether they did. They're just doing income per person. But anyway, uh, that's to say nothing of the rapid social progress and change that's occurred over the last five decades, which you'd think woke college students would be so wouldn't be so quick to discount. Uh, racial acceptance, uh, interracial marriage, etc. It's kind of hilarious to think of the prototypical white woke college student trying to explain to an elderly African American just how much worse America's gotten over the last five years. That's a good line. Good line. As Forbes reports, many wom- women couldn't even get credit cards in their own name in 1973. Really? Wow, that seems crazy. Gay people faced anti-sodomy laws on the books in many states that literally criminalized their lifestyle. Are woke college students really unaware of this basic history? In a funny twist, 77% of students told pollsters they believe their college education is helping them develop, quote, a more accurate view of the United States. Just hilarious. Well, it'd be hilarious if it weren't going to ruin us. Uh, There's that. Hilariously tragic. It's tragic. What is, what's our word? Tragifarious? Tragic. Horrifarious. What did you it's s- both horrifying and hilarious. And you told us earlier what that's called when you combine two different words like that. Oh, a portmanteau. <laughs> that's a good portmanteau, tragifarious. It is French. Like the popular bulldog. <laughs> And the concept of having a big income and not working, also French. As America becomes more French by the day. I know some of you are going to groan when I say this, but I'm promising Uh you you're going to be surprised. Or interested or, or disgusted. But it'll get an emotion out of you. Okay. I got more on the Taylor Swift concert that's coming oh, to no. Levi Stadium in our own stop. backyard. Michael, turn you, off his microphone. You, this is such a giant phenomenon, you can't believe it. I, I do. I, I Okay. <laughs> You're going to be but shocked you know, by this thing I tell you when we come back. All right. Fair enough. I'll be surprised if you're not shocked. I'll be shocked that you're not shocked. Among other things, oh, and we got to get to the Hunter Biden transcript stuff that leaked out to Politico. Oh, it's unforgivable. On the way. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. That's what people say. So T-Swizzles at Levi Stadium in our own backyard where we broadcast. If you've never driven in Friday Bay Area traffic, it is the worst traffic in America. It's been declared that many times. Like worse than Los Angeles. We did it. Worse than Los Angeles. (laughs) Everybody should have that experience once in their life. Friday afternoon, San Francisco Bay Area traffic. Just, and, and you know... Some of you will say, why would anybody live like this? Some of you will say other things, but it is it is quite something. Well, it's it began yesterday morning. The Taylor Swift concerts at Levi Stadium are tonight and tomorrow night. The traffic started yesterday. Why? Because they opened the merchandise stand to sell T-shirts yesterday at 10 a.m., causing traffic to be insane all day. The day before a concert, the line to get it, it get a T-shirt. I didn't even know this was a thing to buy a T-shirt the day before a concert, uh, particularly the much-coveted blue V-neck Taylor oh, Swift T-shirt yeah, that's that the everybody one wants. Want. It's yeah. only $75, and they're worried they're going to sell out uh, four hours in line the day before a concert. You're just in a parking lot. 
at a window to buy a T-shirt. You are blanking kidding. Four-hour line. They got this talk here. The The window opened at 10. These people got there at 8 a.m. It was already multiple hours long. Stood there in line for four hours. But they enjoyed it. It was a very good mood. Everybody was very excited talking about Taylor Swift songs. We swapped numbers and friendship bracelets, say these girls. That's and if you nice. had fun, you had fun. Good for you. Right. Yep. But, uh, geez, four hours in line the day before the show. I have a friend in the concert business who has tried to impress on me the voracious hunger of the Taylor Swift money machine and how, you know, some of the the whole bringing people together and it's a community and people feel girls feel good about themselves, blah, blah, blah. Uh, All of that may be true, but it is a voracious money machine. Um, Sometimes to the point of being exploitive of her fans, in my opinion, but someday... The story will be told, the book will be written, the the documentary will be done on the economics of Taylor Swift and her industry, which is her. Um, and and I'll bet it will shock. I mean, I'm looking at the uh, the story you just told. What What's that revenue for the day? Oh, my God. Because I'm familiar with it, like at the Masters, for instance. Um, it's got to be stunning. Well, they got, what, 50 cents involved in the cost of each one of those T-shirts or something? <laughs> Which are now online for two to five hundred dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was reading how uh, her tour has bring has brought enormous economic benefit to every city she visits. People flock in from hundreds of miles. It's Super Bowl like every stop. Right. It's like having a convention in your town, and all the money yeah. it makes filling hotels and. Restaurants and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she's a gifted pop songstress. She's going to get Richard and God. That's fine with me. Can't keep a man. Goes on too many dates. Can't make him stay. Right. Rough way to be. Do we have time for this? We probably don't. How much time do we have, Michael? 30, 30 seconds. Is my clock off? Or is your clock off? So if you haven't heard... The Somebody's way- clock is off. If you haven't heard the way it went down in the courtroom when that whole Hunter Biden plea deal thing blew up, they absolutely, I mean, it's indisputable now. They're trying to pull a fast one. Both sides were working to Hunter Biden's benefit. Nobody, except for the judge in the end, was standing up for the people. Some of the specifics from the transcript are unreal. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty, on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, uh, a texter made the point, all this talk about Trump and whether he obstructed justice or not with the new indictment stuff that came out yesterday afternoon. How's it not obstructing justice? All the stuff that the Justice Department is doing to try to hide Hunter Biden and the Biden family's problems. Tipping off Hunter Biden before the FBI gets there. Uh, slipping language into a weird part of a document so they're hoping the judge won't see it. Right, right. It absolutely is. 100% right. Yeah, just crazy. So the Hunter Biden plea deal meltdown thing, the transcript is out of the actual hearing, and it is so revealing. I'll just give you a quick tour through it, um, and 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 we'll move on. And I want to get to, later on this half hour, a, a story about football that football fans will love and that non-football fans can really benefit from. It really made an impression on me. Anyway, so George, Judge Noreka asked the U.S. attorney five times if there was any precedent for such a one-sided plea agreement like he gave to Hunter. He said no, all five times, and even admitted this was crafted to suit the facts and the circumstances, whatever that means. Why did they answer honestly? That part I still don't quite understand. I think it was it's, it's too much to stand there in front of a judge, look her in the eye, and lie to her. So, although you'd think as smart as the guy was, he could have said, well, I didn't come equipped with uh, specific precedents, Your Honor, but uh, 
We had one emailer, I think it was, say there had to be a deep throat in the Justice Department who tipped off this judge and said, hey, be real careful because this is not normal. Because she was loaded for bar when they showed up. Clearly. And judges do so many of these, from what I understand, I've taken in a lot of punditry around this from people who know about it. Judges do so many of these, it's, it's just it's pretty common to just kind of look it over a little bit and sign off on it because you've got, in theory, adversaries that right. are going to help keep it in line. I mean, both sides have an interest to make sure they don't do it wrong on this side, don't do it wrong on this side, and the judge just kind of looks it over. But, yeah. Some- yeah, it's neither going to be cruel and exploitive toward the person pleading, nor is the government going to let it be so incredibly generous that justice isn't done. But in this case, there was not an adversarial process because it would seem the Department of Justice was on the same side as Hunter yes. Biden's lawyers. I agree completely. So Judge Norica had never seen the type of agreement, quote, not to prosecute, like the one she was being asked to sign off on. There was and is no precedent for U.S. Attorney Weiss to give Hunter Biden such special treatment while strictly enforcing the law on everyone else. And I will quote the judge. All right, now I want to talk a little bit about this agreement not to prosecute. The agreement not to prosecute includes is in the gun case, but it also includes crimes related to the tax case. So we looked through a bunch of diversion agreements that we have access to and couldn't find anything that had anything similar to that. That's the judge. Hunter Biden gets a lifetime get-out-of-jail-free card from U.S. Attorney Weiss. Uh, The judge says, so let me first ask, do you have any precedent for agreeing not to prosecute crimes that have nothing to do with the case or the charges being diverted? Uh, I'm not aware of any, Your Honor, says Mr. Wise. The court, do you have any authority that says that that's appropriate and that the probation officer should agree to that as terms or the chief of probation should agree to that as terms of a diversion agreement? Mr. Wise says, Your Honor, I believe that this is a bilateral agreement between the parties that the parties view in their best interest. Oh, if I'm the judge, I'm thinking, don't string bunches of words together and not answer my question thinking I won't notice. Court says, so have you ever seen, I think I just asked you this, but have you ever seen a diversion agreement where the agreement not to prosecute is so broad that it encompasses crimes in a different case? Mr. Wise says, no, and I would say, Your Honor, I don't think it is broad in the sense that court says, yeah, we're going to talk about that. You can sit down. For agreeing to plead guilty to misdemeanors and no jail time, the DOJ agreed to never prosecute Hunter again for the rest of his life. The actions taken by the DOJ Criminal Division, U.S. Attorney Weiss, are an insult to every other citizen. And then the judge goes back to asking about precedents and how strange this is and... uh, As I read it, tell me if I'm reading this correctly, that under the agreement, as you have all drafted it, the only way charges could ever be brought is if I have a hearing that you all agreed that I have to have, right? Yes. So if I don't have a hearing or make a finding, no criminal charges can be pursued for the gun charge or any other federal charge within the scope of the agreement not to be prosecuted, right? I believe that's right, Your Honor. That gun charge, by the way, runs out in October. The five-year statute of limitation is up. So if anything's going to happen on the gun charge, they got to get to it. So two more things really quickly. This legal commentator points out that the U.S. Attorney's Criminal Tax Case Procedures Manual makes extremely clear over and over again that you must be consistent and even-handed in tax case sentencing because 
that's the most likely way Americans are going to run afoul of the law, and everybody gets taxed, more or less. And that it's, it's extremely important in serious cases you make an example of the perpetrator because that has an, a, a deterrent effect. Uh, general deterrence is primary consideration. A sentence of incarceration for tax cheats helps promote respect for the law and deter others. Guidelines reference need for t- sentences in tax cases to deter. Goes on and on. And the U.S. attorney did the opposite. One more thing. Whoops, wrong click. Um, they pointed out that paragraph 15 from the diversion agreement is where they hid the blanket protection from ever being prosecuted for anything he'd done. Paragraph 15. Well, as the judge pointed out, all right, so we're going to discuss that agreement in a bit, but for now, let me say, by the way, I didn't get a copy of paragraph 15 of the agreement, but the parties provided me with a copy of that agreement prior to this hearing, so that's what I'm going to quote from at the moment, meaning she just got it that day. She'd gotten the whole agreement except... The mysterious paragraph 15. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's pretty clear what's going on there. And they're trying to slip it by and it would have got approved and done and it was over and there'd be nothing anybody could do about it at that point. Hunter Biden is off the hook. And more importantly than that, the whole point of all of this, because I don't believe the Justice Department gives a crap about Hunter Biden. It's protecting people higher up than him. Maybe, you know, maybe the president himself. And uh, probably the president himself. And then it would have been over. There would have been no pulling on any of those threads ever again. And one final thing. Wow, that's so so close. I mean, what a shoestring catch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the gun charge diversion program, if he completed that successfully, the U.S. government could never prosecute him for anything he'd done, including, and these are some of the facts in the, the document, uh, including, uh, from and again, this is from the document, from 2017 to 2019, he served on the board of Ukrainian Energy Company, Chinese private equity fund. He further negotiated and executed contracts for businesses and legal services that paid millions of dollars in compensation to him. Uh, he was employed by a prestigious multinational law firm. He made millions of dollars, $2.3 million in 2017, $2.1 million in 2018. During calendar year 2017, he earned substantial income, including just under a million dollars from a company he formed with a CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate. Uh, two-thirds of a million from his domestic business interests, two-thirds of a million from a Chinese infrastructure investment company, half a million dollars in director's fees from a Ukrainian energy company, on and on and on. And he could never be prosecuted for any of that, failing to register as a foreign agent, underpaying taxes, tax fraud, any crimes related to all of those business, uh, you know, concerns. If he, you know, stayed clean of drugs and didn't own a gun for the next two years, in return, he'll plead out to a couple of misdemeanors. It is insanely unprecedented and crooked. I will stand by those words. They're putting up barricades around the Fulton County Courthouse in Georgia with people guessing that can only be because they're about to drop the whole indictment. On the election stuff on Trump, and they're worried about things getting crazy and crowds and all that sort of stuff. So that might be happening today. So you're going to have Trump. Trump got new indictment stuff yesterday. Might have a brand new indictment in a whole different category today or Monday. 
Same day, Devin Archer, Hunter's ex-best friend, is going to testify to all kinds of stuff that make it incredibly clear that Joe Biden knew about it. All these things happening at the same time. Boy. Quite a deal. Things are getting weird, so, and they're getting weird fast. And they're getting weird fast. So a football story that uh, football fans will love and non-football fans will probably love every bit as much. It's great wisdom coming up. That's on the way. It is. and Getty. Weekend Eve. Happy Friday. I thought this was so interesting. I am a football fan, although the NFL has kind of worn me out lately. It's less political than it was a few years ago, thank goodness, but... This is a story about Bill Walsh, the legendary football coach turned the 49ers into a dynasty. In 1968, he became the offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati. Is that Bill Walsh? No, that's Joe Walsh, you fool. So Bill Walsh becomes the offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals very early in his career. The Bengals were an expansion team. They got the players the other NFL teams didn't want. And because of this roster full of, quote, comically inadequate players and they don't say who that quote is was it walsh himself walsh created a revolutionary nfl offense in the late 60s nfl offenses were built to primarily run the football and to stop the run defenses were full of big strong physical mean guys so it was clear to bill walsh the newfound bengals would have to rely on passing the ball but there was another problem walsh's quarterback virgil carter had a terrible arm virgil uh, was once told, if you want to throw the football more than 20 yards, you better fill it with helium. So really weak arm for an NFL quarterback. That's how the Bengals got him, because his current team said, yeah, you can have old Virgil. <laughs> so out of necessity, Walsh developed what is known as the West Coast offense, an offensive playbook full of passes thrown to wide receivers who were on precise routes to exacting spots within 12 yards of Virgil Carter. No helium required, Walsh joked. The West Coast offense worked. And, you know, I could go into detail, but the Bengals won the their division in 1970 after just a couple, and then a couple of years more of success, Walsh goes off to coach the 49ers. When Walsh took over, 49ers quarterback Steve DeBerg was coming off a 1-10 season where he completed 45% of his passes. In his first season in Walsh's system, DeBerg completed more passes than any quarterback in NFL history. Wow. I didn't know that. And then they drafted DeBerg's replacement, Joe Montana, a quarterback, quote, who everyone said was too small and had too weak an arm to play in the NFL, which is hilarious. Michael Lewis writes in his excellent book, The Blind Side. And in Walsh's system, Lewis continued, Montana would become, by general consensus, the finest quarterback ever to play the game, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It all started, Walsh said, when I was forced to use Virgil. So here are your takeaways. And I found this really interesting and, in retrospect, fits a lot of what's happened to me and us through our career. The neurologist Oliver Sacks wrote about how the source of creative potential is often not a unique ability, but a unique inability. Defects, he wrote, play a paradoxical role, bringing out latent powers, developments, and evolutions that might otherwise never be seen. It's almost as if necessity is the mother of invention. Well said. It was paradoxically because of a defective quarterback who was uniquely bad at passing that Bill Walsh revolutionized the passing game in the NFL. 
you know, I might, uh, you know, sort of another angle on that would be be realistic about your team's abilities. Don't insist on sticking with a system. This is the way we've always done it. Be creative about that because that can lead to, to great things happening. Oh, and there's another takeaway that this guy points out. Uh, economists use the term match quality to de- the degree of alignment between the traits of a person and the traits of their profession. And people in organizations and teams who perform at a high level almost always have match high match quality. Mm, yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, absolutely, so, I absolutely think that, uh, you know, and expanding it from sports for people who aren't into sports, you do have to... You look at the players you've got on your sales team or your family or whatever it is and come up with a system that works for them. If they're successful being independent lone wolves, let them be independent lone wolves. You know, for instance, I remember, you know, early in our careers, we had uh, some bosses and advisors who were really smart people and really good at their jobs, but they insisted that we do old school talk radio and we really didn't have any interest in it. And we get bored too easily. Um, we're not going to hash a topic over and over and over again to fill an hour. If it's worth three minutes, we do three minutes. If it's worth an hour and a half, we do an hour and a half. Uh, short attention span? I don't know. Maybe. But it's worked. So, I don't know. Maybe you can apply that in your own life. Yeah, that's maybe interesting. Not. Maybe your weakness is you can't apply things you hear on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. But looking at reality and saying, okay, this is my reality. What am I going to do with this reality? As opposed to saying, nope, this reality is going to keep me from succeeding. I love that idea. Sometimes I'm good at that. Sometimes I know that I'm not. I think everybody is. Or isn't. You want to end on a good note? This is from the Wall Street Journal editorial board. It's a Republican newspaper has no reason to boost Joe Biden, but they mostly care about, uh, you know, the economy doing well. It's been a while since one could use the word normal to describe the U.S. economy, which makes yesterday's gross domestic product data welcome. What's emerging is a picture of a resilient American marketplace if Washington doesn't get in the way. The Wall Street Journal applying the word normal to the economy for the first time in many years. I hope they're right. Our politics are as abnormal as can be. No kidding. Balancing the scales. Hey, kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. And kids really do enjoy this feature. So (laughs) let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the week. Michelangelo pressing the buttons. Michael, final thought. Jack, you went to the Grateful Dead concert. You told us all about it. I want to hear about the Taylor Swift concert. You you can go right after this show. I ain't going to the Taylor. I would go. I mean, I I would go just as like an amateur sociologist, but I got got kids to take care of. I'm not going to get a sitter so that I can go check out Taylor Swift. I will give you $100. Just leave them some food. They'll be fine. Leave them some food and a bowl of water. $100, nay, $1,000, and this is my final thought, to go to the concert and hit on 22-year-olds. Say, hey, do you want to go out sometime Uh, and tape their reactions? And we'll play it on the show. I'm not doing that. Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman. Katie, a final thought? I can't wait until this Taylor Swift stuff is over. 
I may not be in the you know the majority. I, I liked her when she ca- she came out when I was a junior in high school, but she's still whining about the same stuff, and I can't stand this. <laughs> still whining about the same stuff, man. I want if you're a musical act and you can get people to stand in line for four hours the day before you get to town to buy your T-shirt. Not just drunk because they enjoyed the last song they heard. The day before you show up. That's amazing. That is amazing. Is that your final thought? Yeah. I've already done my final thought. I guess we're ready to go home then. Thank God. I'm trying to cut down the caffeine. Drinking half-calf for my second cup of the day. Been fighting sleep the entire morning. <laughs> I I hardly drink coffee at all during the week anymore, but on the weekends, I let my freak flag fly, and that's what I'm excited about today. I get to drink cat coffee the rest of the day. That's funny. That's the opposite of me. Mm. Huh. I find raising children fairly grueling, so uh, oh, that's what keeps me going. That. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The hot links are there. So many great clicks. You can pick up some A&G swag, t-shirt, or hat. Helps keep everybody on the staff. Uh, If you see something we ought to be talking about over the weekend, email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If any of you in the Bay Area are going to the Taylor Swift concert, you know, text or email or tweet or something. Tell us what it was like. See you Monday. God bless America. I'm strong and getty. It is over. It is over. This is fabulous. But damn it. And a string of... Just say I. Okay. I. No! That's enough of that. So let's go out with a bang. F you, Washington Post. F you, CBS News. F you, Face the Nation. Ignoring all these stories for years. Bye. Have a great Friday, you mother... Uh, Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.